0: Hey, Sweat Sisters, welcome to the Pretty Girl Sweat Show, which highlights women who are balancing demanding careers with a healthy lifestyle and hurtling over personal and professional obstacles. I'm your host, Aisha DeVore Branch, and each week I have a sister to sister chat with an inspiring go getter, and listeners learn how good things come to those who sweat if this is your first time listening what up you could be anywhere in the world and you're here with me and i really appreciate that if you love what you hear take a second to subscribe to the podcast so you get updates every time we drop a new episode if you got half a second leave a rating which will help other sweat sisters in need of inspiration find our podcast if you have a minute please follow us across all social media platforms we are at Pretty Girl Sweat on instagram facebook and twitter and youtube Use the hashtag Pretty Girl Sweat when sharing this episode, and if you have five minutes, please leave a review and let us know how we're doing. On episode 30 of the Pretty Girl Sweat Show, Bo Tally Williams stops by. The entrepreneur, philanthropist, fitness enthusiast, actress, and brand ambassador is the mom of five wonderful children and one beautiful granddaughter. She's also the wife of WNBA basketball coach Fred Williams. As an entrepreneur, she is the founder and CEO of her three companies that range from entertainment to philanthropy. Her company, Black Pearl Entertainment, specializes in events and talent management while serving as the president of her 501c3 nonprofit organization, Called Balling for Lupus Loves Foundation, her company and her brand, Fit LLC, allows her to advocate healthy living lifestyles for women and men over the age of 40, which allows her to continue to be a fitness motivation to all of her fans and followers worldwide. Tune in to hear more about her fitness journey, her upbringing, and how at-home workouts helps her get her body back after having multiple children. Bo Tally Williams, welcome to the Pretty Girl Sweat Show.
1: Yay. I'm glad to be here. I
0: am so glad you're here as well. I've been really anxious to talk to you in more in depth since you came to Pretty Girl Sweat Fest. I feel like there's so much I need to know, so much that our audience wants to know about you. You know, we go to your Instagram and we're inspired by your beauty and your persistence and wellness and just Just being an overall amazing person, wife, mother, all of that great stuff. So now we get to (laughs) learn more about you um, today.
1: I'm ready to tell and learn and teach, honey. (laughs) Awesome, awesome. Well,
0: I want to start from the beginning. If you could share a little bit about your upbringing. What was it like to be little Bo?
1: Oh, wow. Um, Let me go with my fondest memories because um being little Bo was pretty darn cool. I grew up uh in a household of two strong individuals, which was my grandmother and my mom. Uh, my grandmother passed away years ago. My mom's still alive, and they were both single moms, so I grew up in a single uh, parent household and um uh, it was amazing because I saw strength that um I could never imagine that I would have until I had children, (laughs) but, um, it, it was just cool. It was always fun in my family, my mom, my grandmother, no matter what they always maintained. They always looked amazing no matter what was going on. And I wanted to be every bit of them. And I feel like I am to this day. And so it was just amazing. Support was there from my grandmother. My mom never made any of, cheerleading things or basketball or whatever we had going on track, my grandmother was always there to pick up the slack, you know? So I can't even complain about my life as a child, my fondest memories. Okay, now there's some crazy ones, <laughs> but um, I just try to remember the good ones. And life was good as a kid. I was I was an, uh, an, an introvert, you know? I don't really think I I am who I am today. As a child, I didn't really like playing with the kids. I only played with them because their mom and my mom were best friends. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I literally stayed to myself and, you know, just was very creative, made clothes out of paper, like we weren't rich or nothing, but I didn't know it, you know, just just did things that just, just pacified the time to, you know, make me happy. But I, I was a loner pretty much and a little tomboy at the same time. But being a child was fun. Young <laughs> me. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Well, young
1: you was in Scottsboro, Alabama. Scottsboro, Alabama. I don't oh know if you God. ever heard of the Scottsboro Boys. No,
0: no. Tell me.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a huge. It was a huge civil rights, you know, issue, you know, platform, or whatever back then. And it's actually the Scottsboro Boys are in uh, the Smithsonian. Um, Black um, Museum, what's the museum called in Washington? It's in that museum, the new one. And so there's a whole blurb and a whole little passage and everything about the gospel Boys. And it was, I want to say like six or seven young men, and if I'm saying it wrong, I'm sorry, y'all, who were just passing through my hometown. And typical story back then, the white woman accused the Black man of something he did not do. And so these two uh, young white ladies accused these black men of raping them. And actually they didn't. And they were just passing through. They all went to jail. I think a lot of them have passed um, away. Um, And so the trial was was held in Scottsboro, Alabama, my hometown. So that's the reason why they gave it the Scottsboro boys. But Google it. It's an amazing story. They've had. They, I think they've done several plays about it. Um, Oprah's come to my hometown several times about it and some other things. And um, there's a book about it. If you Google and all that, you'll see it's an amazing story. So oh, wow. do, know, do. that's what I'm so for. You, wow.
0: <laughs> well, living there, you know, did you feel like you fit in as a kid with your peers?
1: If I must be totally honest, no, no. I didn't. Um, that's probably why I'm not living there now. <laughs> I love y'all, but uh, no, no, no. My mom knew that I was different. My grandmother growing up would always tell me how different I was and um, it was okay to be different. I knew I was different. I didn't have friends like that. I got picked on a lot. I got bullied a lot um, as a little one. I fought a lot. I fought a lot. You would not believe this. As a Mm -hmm. child, I fought a lot just to be who I am uh, today and just to be who I wanted to be then. I was I didn't realize that I really wasn't skinny back then, but I got picked on for being skinny. But to most people who's bigger than you, you're going to be the skinny one. If, they're, if they weigh more than you weigh or they got a little more extra fat on them than you, then of course you're skinnier than them. And as a child, I got picked on. I was called olive oil skeletor. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was called olive oil too. But my mm-hmm. teacher used to call
0: me olive oil, which is even crazier.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. So um it, it was crazy, you know, the challenges of that, you know, it was it was a little difficult, but um I'm proud of who I become and I look back on all of them like I really wasn't that skinny of a girl. Y'all was just kinda bigger than me. <laughs> y'all had all fat. I will call <laughs> y'all fat, but y'all was kinda thick back then. <laughs> yeah. So I had to deal with a lot of that growing up, but um you know, it's all good now. So now they try to fight to be who I am now. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. But then
0: you were able to embrace sport, you know, with your size and your frame. So,
1: yeah, tell us a
0: little about what you played and also maybe if there were any coaches that really impacted your life at that time.
1: Yeah, I, I was a very athletic child. Um, I I was a cheerleader. I was the second black cheerleader ever in the history of my town. Wow. Uh, yeah, so uh uh-huh, so I got a little history. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the second black cheerleader ever in the history of my town. And then others followed after me and this other young lady. Uh, and so I had an amazing cheerleading coach um, by the name of Miss Hambrick, Um man, I love her. I love her still to this day. Growing up in such a um, a town like Scottsboro, which was predominantly white, I went to school but with nothing but white people. I, I didn't grow up around black people. I got my biggest black culture shock was when I moved to Atlanta. Um, and so I'd never been around that many black people in my life, never seen it, just my family. <clears throat> but to have a, a teacher um, who didn't see color was amazing. So she embraced us and she took care of us like we were her children. She she took a she took care of us like we were her children. Just just support and love, like when you were not at home with your mom and you went to school, you knew you had your parent there. And so Miss Hambrick was one of those um, teachers and that was really there for a lot of us. So she was my cheerleading um, coach, starting off in Miss Esslinger, and then I had uh, a phenomenal track coach by Miss by the name of Miss Esslinger and. I played basketball. I was in the band, Miss Bates. Like, I did it all, girl. Cheerleading, track, basketball. Growing up in my time, it was either you're going to do something or you were going to the military. <laughs> like, it was like you this, you have nothing else to do. If you, you're going to play sports, you're going to do something. You're not just going to sit around here. You're going to get a job. Those were our options. And so um, I chose to play sports. So I played sports my whole entire uh life of, you know, elementary, junior high, high school. That's all I did. And so it it was fun, but it kept me balanced. It kept me with discipline. Um, It kept me, you know, just trying to be the best person I want to be. It just made me feel like I could do anything that I wanted to do. And that was why I continued to do sports my whole, you know, school career, just sports just really kept me grounded. So it was fun. Always fun. Does sports help you academically as well? Yeah, it did. You know, I. You, you, hey, here's the thing. It, it, back in our time, if your grades wasn't good, you wasn't playing no sports. You, right. you, you know what I'm saying? Nowadays, they sweep it under the rug, and just because your talents outweigh your brain, you can go and do whatever you want to. Not not, not back then. You you literally had to have you know a good A, B. Damn near you could pass with a C. <laughs> to do some things in life, Um, but now it doesn't even matter. But it it did. I I feel like I didn't go to college playing any type of sports. I was done with that because I went to college well after. You know, I didn't go to high school and then go straight into college. Those things happened for me later because in between high school and college, a whole lot of things changed in life that I had to put a pause to some of the things that I wanted to be to raise some babies. So I had to do a whole lot of things after, you know, children were able to kind of walk and talk (laughs) and kind of help me do some things, you know, so I had to, you know, do some college things after that. But of course, um, sports definitely helped me academically. Yeah.
0: So how did you grow internally um, as a mom, you know, specifically speaking, because you're saying you were a young mom, how did that help you get focused in life?
1: When you have a child, your life completely changes and you have no choice but to get focused mm-hmm. because it's not even about you anymore where you think it is about you. It no longer becomes about you. It's about this this soul, this other soul that you have. And I had four other souls. You understand? <laughs> I birthed yeah. four other souls. And there's five total, which is my stepdaughter, but I birthed four children. And um, you have to you have to focus and you, you have to set the right examples for them. You have to teach them how to walk and talk and and eat. It's so. You it's it's just when I talk about it, I get kind of emotional because my journey with my children has been my story. And that's my story when I'm ready to share that story with the world, that's my story. And so I've been through so much being a mom and um, you just, you just have to focus and you just got to change up life, you know, not without telling too much from my book that's coming. (laughs) Cannot (laughs) wait. Like life, life totally is a different, it's like you're in outer space. You leave this body that you once had, or you felt like you had, and then you, you step into a whole nother realm of life when you have children. And so, uh, it's been an amazing journey. Um, nothing that I regret. It has definitely made me who I am today. And uh, it's beautiful, but, uh, I, I love, I love being a mom to my four, my five now, my bonus baby and my granddaughter. <laughs> it's amazing. Well, without, it is amazing.
0: Motherhood is pretty incredible. Um, Okay, so without telling too much from the book, are there any hacks that you can share to any mothers that are listening out there who are struggling just with one child? Like I can't even, I can't even figure out know, <laughs> like how to manage it all when they have one or two or four at
1: one time, yes. girl. Right. Whew. What
0: did you do to manage it? Any hacks you can share?
1: Tricks I used to pull. <laughs> <laughs> Tricks, hacks of tips of like anything. Trick. Y'all don't be mad. And listen, and I'm afraid to say this one because I don't want nobody to think, oh, she's drugging her kids. No. (laughs) Girl, I used to get them kids that Tylenol, knock one out, knock one out, knock one out, okay? And they would be out. It was the best thing ever back then. Now you can't do that because people say you're drugging your kids. But... (laughs) Y'all don't do this now. I'm just saying, <laughs> you want me to be honest. That's that's how it was back then, you know, when it was for at one time. But um, I would play their little butts to death, to be honest, too. Like, they wanted to play, all right, let's do it all day long so I could get that rest at night. And it was just something I had to learn to just be, like, comfortable with. Even when I was tired, I knew I was going to get my best rest when they were all asleep My kids are very, we're very active growing up until now. And I think that's my fault because we, they were constantly playing and I did that and I kept them busy so they could be so tired. Girl, but I don't know back then. That's what I did. I mean, that was so long ago. My my oldest child is 30 now. So, you
0: know, are they all close in age? Like, do they, could they play with each other?
1: Yeah, they are all close in age. So my baby is uh, 25 and then 26, 27 and will be 30. I'm sorry. Cameron will be 30, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's
0: that's really, that's the hack. Having them close together so that they can be friends and you can have
1: a break. (laughs) Having them back to back, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess, yeah. Some people say that. So yeah, I guess having them back to back was great as they got older. I realized, like, once one was out, the next one was gone. The next one was gone. The next, like, they popped out of the house so quick, it was beautiful. <laughs> That's the great thing about having them back to back. So true.
0: Okay, so I mean, motherhood is one of the toughest jobs ever. But when will you? When? When exactly do you feel that you took the biggest risk for your career?
1: Hmm. Uh, you know. Shoot. I don't know. I felt like I was doing it all the time, even with them, honestly. Um, I've always been like this go-getter person, a hustler. Uh, I always felt like I had to keep it pushing no matter what, because that's what what I grew up seeing. And so I don't even know if I've gotten there yet, actually, Aisha. I I feel like I've been... um, this person, even with them, you, you know what I'm saying? So it, it's kind of hard to say. Um, I don't really know because I, I'm i still, right. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm still doing, I, I feel like I haven't even reached where I want to be, um, but I have reached some amazing goals in my life. And that's in the midst of having, you know, you know my babies and, mm-hmm. um, teaching them to, to be adults and, you know, just life. I've so many things, great things have happened, happened to me in the midst of me finding out who I am and them and just life period. So I, I don't even think I even got to a point where I feel like, yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, I've had a lot of great moments in my life that I don't regret and it's amazing. I just take life one day at a time and just wake up and say, thank you, God, to see you. Absolutely.
0: Well, what really inspired you to start sharing your health journey online?
1: After having my last two babies, honestly, I gained a lot of weight, right? And so um, we didn't have all this social media stuff back then, nothing whatsoever. You know, I didn't even have a computer or the damn internet, if I must be honest. And um, I think my TV was still dang near black and white. And so... (laughs) We had VCRs, right? And I don't even think anybody knows what a VCR is today. And we had these influential women in fitness, one by the name of Donna Richardson, who is my fitness idol and uh, who is also a friend of mine today, which is crazy. And so after the last two children, I gained an excessive amount of weight that I wasn't used to. So uh, just trying to get it off was kind of tough. And what was the straw for me is when I was trying to go up the stairs with one of my babies, and I dang near passed out, hoofing and puffing. That's how big I got. People wouldn't believe it, and the sad thing about it, I can't even really show you because I had a storage and lost everything in storage, including all those pictures. And so, unless you knew me, like family, you know, I'm telling you know I'm telling the truth. And so um, that was it. So one day in the mail, I received this. Um, Goody, goody package from um, my ex husband's mom, and and it had this VCR tape of Donna Richardson. I was like, who is this lady? I mean, I knew Jane Fonda, but I ain't never seen no black lady on no fitness right. tape, right? And so it was, it was her, and I put it in my VCR tape, and I was like, oh, this woman is bad. Like this woman is beautiful. I'm just like mesmerized at this beautiful, fit black lady. And at her age, I'm like, shoot, who was she? And so I started working out to Donna Richardson tapes, and uh, that changed my whole life. True story. And so at that time, my husband, we were I'm military, -military, ex-military, Navy. And so my ex-husband was in the military, and all my girlfriends were military girls. And so they, when I'd leave and go to the commissary, you know, they see me like, girl, you're losing that baby weight. What are you doing? And I'm like, just this at home. At home. I, I couldn't afford to go to no gym. There was four children by this time. I wasn't going to no gym. Who was going to watch them? Like, who was going to do this? And I didn't have the military one paying us nothing to hell to barely to live, you know, on base. So it was like how I can't afford this. And I think I had a piece of a car at that time. And we lived in San Francisco. And I wasn't driving up them hills to get nowhere. Right. So (laughs) uh, everybody watching me like, girl, you, you lost this weight. And I'm like, I'm just doing these simple things. And when I think about Donna Richardson's videos, it wasn't hard stuff that they're doing now, like flipping tires and stuff like that. Mm. She wasn't doing none of that. It was just me being consistent. And that's what she was teaching you in her videos. Here's some things you can do right in your own living room and just be consistent. And I I started losing weight. I started toning. I started being the old me when I was an athlete and a cheerleader and all that stuff. And I loved it. And I said, oh shoot, I ain't never going back. I ain't never been back since. So um, years later, you know, decades later, here comes the social media and the internet and, you know, all this well, internet was around, but all this other stuff. And so I got on, um, Instagram because my children were on it and I'm that mom, like, if you're going to be on it, I'm going to be on it too. Cause I need to see what you're doing. And my children didn't even have access, full access to their, um, Facebooks and all those accounts until they went off to college and I still had their passwords. The only way they can have that stuff is if I had their passwords. So I said, this is a way for me to keep up with my kids and see what's going on. (laughs) So I only got all of this stuff just because of them, just to watch what they're doing. And, um, one day I said, you know what, I can, me and my girlfriends, we were like, girl, have you heard of Instagram? Have you heard? (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, child, my children got me on this thing, but I'm just going to post my fitness stuff. So we were like, yeah, so we can motivate each other and yada, yada, yada. Because we got babies, we got stretch marks, we got extra skin. We all got stuff going on from having babies. (laughs) So we just trying to keep each other motivated. Like, let's try to get them abs back from, you know. And so that's what it was. It was really just for me and my girls to keep each other motivated and inspired and push each other. And, um, one thing led to another, someone else saw my photos and decided to put them out there. And, uh, here we are today, but that's how it all started, girl.
0: (laughs) I'm like, and look at you now, your kids are like, okay, mom, can you tell people to follow us?
1: (laughs) Now, you know, they don't even <laughs> really care. They don't. Mm-mm. My, the cool thing about my children, they're not starstruck. They're not oh, celebrity man. struck. They, like they've been around it. You understand? Yeah. There's so much to me that this interview we couldn't even talk about. It's a whole different conversation outside of fitness or whatever. But I've done so much in my life. And my kids have been around a lot that. People, you know, stuff like that don't intrigue them. So they, they are all really private on social, they share, but they don't share. If you see their social media page, you're probably blocked and then they block me from everything now that they're older and they don't really, you know, no, they don't, mm -mm, they don't even care about it. But they care that I'm who I am. They love that. They love that. But they're not the ones to be like, mom, have your people follow me. They don't want them to follow them, especially my daughter. She was like, mama, please tell your people stop following me.
0: (laughs) just like I don't want any of this attention Yeah, I love that I love that okay so I want to know more about your your routines and your habits so if you could share like in the morning and at night what are some things that you do that make you feel like yes today was a good day
1: oh wow a lot um you know what? My the main thing that I do is 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 definite is I get up and pray every morning for show. You know, I get on my knees and thank God that I woke up to see the day. You know, um, that makes me feel great. Actually, when I wake up in the morning like I'm like it's gonna be a good day. Real talk, Aisha, I just feel like if I wake up in the morning, I'm like, today going to be a good day. Rain, sleet, snow, hail, tornado, earthquake. <laughs>
0: as long as your eyes have opened wide, you're like, yep, I'm
1: real, good. real talk. Like, that's real yep. talk. And I'm good. But, um, you know, I, I, my routine is, you know, I don't work out right in the morning. I work out late at night. Uh, working out early in the morning don't even work for me. But my routine is what it is. You know, I get up and I, I open my eyes. I'm happy. And then there's my husband. And if one of the children are here visiting, I'm good. And then on the breakfast and business is always working or whatever we got in a day and then back home, you know, but it's it's like everybody else is that well, if you work at nine to five or you're a stay home mom, that's my life. I do nine to five and stay home at the same damn time. How I do it? I don't know, but I do it. <laughs> Are there any
0: apps that you use that help you manage your life? Because for me, it's Instacart. Like I somehow hate going to the grocery store now that I discovered Instacart because I could be anywhere and get groceries delivered to my house. Is there something out there for you that helps you like be in more in more places than one?
1: <laughs> No. I'm I'm so old school. I'm not into the um, I can't keep up with social media. I can't keep up with the 12345 Instagram pages that I have and the 12345 Facebook pages that I have because of my companies and my businesses and my three websites. I can't keep up with that. So, I'm not adding any more things to remind me to do anything. I can't do it. So, I'm really old school. I got this old school clock. I mean, I had this clock in me that just reminds me, you have to do this, you have to do that. And I don't know the word for it. My mama calls it something, but I just, I no, there's, and I hate to say it, there's nothing. It's just, I'm just trained to be that way because of the way I grew up. I grew up seeing two women. My grandmother had 10 children. She watched three of them pass away and she had to take care of their children when they passed away. I had to watch them maneuver in a way some people couldn't. That has made me maneuver in the way that I do, where it doesn't um require certain things to help me function throughout my day. It's just instilled in me. this is what you you got to do what you got to do, and it doesn't require a lot of things. I'm not knocking anybody who needs that like you i don't nothing wrong with it, but for me um if, if I must be honest with you no, i I just' it's just this thing I have this i don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't even I don't think discernment is the word. I don't know what it is, but um whatever the word is I'm trying to find, that's just what I have. <laughs> and that's just what it is. So I don't use mechanisms or gadgets. Nothing gets me going like that. It's just me knowing who I am and what I know what I know I need to do and where I need to be. I just do it. I'm a, my I'm on my own scheduler, my own time clock. I don't even need a uh, an alarm to wake me up in the morning. I just hey, hey. yeah, I just get up. I just get up and do what I have to do. You know, how many hours great. do you sleep at night? Uh honestly probably like six at the max. Okay. Maybe okay. six. Yeah. I say I get about six. And sometimes if my body says shut down, I can give me a good eight and nine. <laughs> <laughs> and a good okay. six. And I'm I'm still good and energetic. Oh that's yeah. great.
0: Yeah. That's great. So what's your favorite way to uh, make fitness fun? What's your favorite class to take?
1: Um, I like a lot of plyometrics. Okay. You know, I don't really do Zumba or any, I don't go to classes, but when I am watching on like, um, other people's, uh, Instagrams or YouTube pages, I always look at people who do like the, the plyometrics and stuff like that. I I just like the circuit workouts. Um, I like the fast paced workouts because I feel like I can get everything done and I build up the adrenaline and the sweat and the heart. Like, I love that. I can't, I don't like slow paced stuff. It drives me crazy. I, I just, I love the circuit workouts. And so, um, plyometrics where you can do one and two together. And I like all that type of stuff.
0: <laughs> but when you're doing those workouts, what song is typically on your
1: playlist? Girl, have you not seen my Insta stories? <laughs> yeah. I go from the, um I go from Mary Mary <laughs> to trap music to Meg the Stallion. Girl, I cannot make this up. And when I am on my live or my stories and I'm showing people, you know, some of the exercises that I'm doing during my workout for that day. Baby, like, your playlist is crazy. How you went know from Kanye West's gospel album uh, to Meg The Stallion or, you know, some Luke? I mean, it's crazy. I work out to anything. R&B, slow music, baby making. me. I work out to everything. You trust me. My, my followers be tripping like, girl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're well-rounded, and that's awesome. <laughs> country,
1: everything. I have country. I have everything rock okay. i got um youtube everybody's on my playlist so whatever i just turn on my phone or my ipad whichever one i don't have a playlist together and whatever i've downloaded i just hit play shuffle and whatever plays that's it okay <laughs>
0: what do you eat what do you eat well really on a cheat day is there anything that's like your go-to
1: on a cheat day yeah 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 i i, I um I don't even know if I really have cheat days. I feel like uh, I've learned my body and I've learned what I can and cannot eat. So I can eat what I want to eat. You know what I mean? Like when you learn yourself um, physically and mentally, um, then you know what you can do in life all the way together. Then you know your purpose, (laughs) you know, your diet, (laughs) you know, what you like, what you don't like with friends, family and everything. So, um, I don't really, I think my, my biggest thing, if I have a cheat day and God, Lord, I'm sorry, it's sugar. And it's not like good sugar, like fruit. It's almost like those sour straws. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you like that? Yes, I'm addicted to those. So if I feel like I really want to cheat, my husband knows to go to the 7-Eleven. <laughs> And give me some sour straws and I'm good. And that's so not good. So guys don't do this, but um, that's it. But like I said, I can still eat pizzas and potatoes and things that, you know, people feel like, oh, I can't eat that. I'm going to gain two pounds just by looking at it. I can because I've learned my body. And so I know what's going to go where and how it's going to sit and what I need to do to get it off. And mm-hmm. so um, I pretty much can eat what I want to eat. But if I say my cheat days, it's some junk junk. It's like junk that y'all shouldn't probably eat. <laughs> 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 True talk. Exactly. Well, okay.
0: Well, we all know that you are beautiful both inside and out. Oh, um, so, so if you are heading to the airport, and you are like, hold on, wait a minute, I left this beauty product at home, what would it be that you would actually go all the way back home to get it?
1: My Neutrogena face wash. Okay. <laughs> I can't live without it. I swear by it. Oh, that's good. I can't, I, I feel so bad when I don't have it and we have to, that and um, my alcohol and my peroxide. So okay. I can't I can't go anywhere with alcohol peroxide and my Neutrogena face wash. I have to turn all the way around to get it and some cotton balls. I okay. can't do it. Mm-mm.
0: Now, what about deodorant? What's your favorite brand? Because everybody's so particular about
1: their deodorant. <laughs> Let, listen, I forget to put on deodorant half the time, and so oh. I don't have a favorite brand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not even particular about it. Uh, it, but I do. I I noticed that we buy secret most of the time when we do go buy deodorant. I mean, of course, my husband buys deodorant all the time and I do too. He buys his, he buys mine and I wear it, but I forget to put it on because I don't really perspire like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like, I'm not smelly like that. And so um, not to say anybody is, but I'm just saying, I just don't, have a particular brand? Are people tripping on deodorant? I ain't heard that one, but yes,
0: it's a, like a thing. Like, oh, I only use natural deodorants I only use this. I only use that. Oh, oh. yeah, I have
1: friends like that. My best friend actually, she doesn't wear, she doesn't buy store bought, de- you know, store deodorant. She does natural, like baking soda and something else that she does something, and she swears by it. But I ain't never smelled her, so I guess she good. So <laughs> <laughs> it's working. It's, it's working. working, but no, I don't. I don't Nah, I don't do it. I don't get in all that. But I don't wear deodorants and like that all the time anyway, because it's not like I'm doing stuff to where, okay, even if I do sweat, you ain't about to smell it like that. I don't know. My body don't do all that. And I think it's just the stuff I put in my body and how I take care of myself. So I don't know. I don't trip on that stuff.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of sweat, when you hear the words pretty girl sweat, what do they mean to you?
1: Oh, my gosh. First off, let me say this about your movement, um, it's one of confidence. Okay. That's the word I describe it as for, for people, you know, I feel like going, coming to your event, um, twice actually, um, it exudes so much confidence. Like women don't feel any type of way, but confident when they're walking in there. You know, from the smallest to the biggest. It's, and that's just, that's just all I feel when um, I'm around you and your organization. It was, it's just amazing. So um, I have to give you kudos for that because that's what you're giving women out here. You're giving them the confidence to do whatever it is they need to do to stay in shape, to be a better person. Not just to stay in shape, just to be good people, um, to be better moms, friends, lovers, whatever it may be. Your organization gives that to people. If you didn't know that, now you know.
0: Thank you.
1: <laughs> it does. So, what was your question again? Because I, I no,
0: you <laughs> answered it. That's what pretty girl stuff so means. Confidence. I mean, that's what you could sum that up in even one word. Actually, that's that's it for you. Yeah, that's you, awesome. Okay. Yeah. So I thank you. Um, That was very sweet of you. Um, And then I want to know what's next for you. What can we expect?
1: So many things. Like I said, a book and coloring books with me and my husband. Just some things I could talk about. Some things I can't. Television. Can't really say what shows we're going to be on yet. But, um, yeah, just those things. Um, We're excited about that because those, I think we're ready. You know, sometimes in life you feel like you're ready to do some things. Uh, but God ain't ready for you to do some things. And uh, now I feel like God is ready for us to do things. We, we're we patient people. We're very humble people. Uh, we're not too boastful. You know, ain't nothing wrong with patting yourself on the back and sharing your accomplishments with people to encourage them. But we're not too, too boastful. So I think when God sees those things, he blesses you more. And I feel like that's what he does for me and my family. So we have a lot of things coming that I can't wait to share uh, because it'll be okay for me to share. And so, um, those things, of course, I started bow fit recently and, um, uh, I'm excited about that to bring better content to y'all, you know, with fitness and just keep showing women how to stay fit from home. Cause that's, that's my whole lifestyle. Just working out from home. I, I don't go to a gym. Not that I don't like gyms. It's just because, uh, I like to be at home working out, <laughs> you know, and I am myself, Motivator, and and a lot of people need to go to the gym to be motivated. I'm not. I am not knocking that at all. Ain't nothing wrong with that. There are some phenomenal instructors out here, and then there's a lot that ain't. And so yeah. for me, I just prefer to work from home and um, just do me like that. It works, and I enjoy sharing my exercise tips. I'm not a fitness guru or anything like that, but I definitely enjoy sh- uh, sharing my tips. The things that That has gotten me to where I am and have me looking the way I'm looking all from home, all from home. And so I know it can be done. I'm a walking testimony uh, that it can be done from home if you are consistent. But I always tell people in order to do anything in life, and that's even work out, you got to get your mind right before you can get your body right. It can't be first. You can't get your body right and then get your mind right. It don't work. That doesn't work in anything in life. Any, any decisions you make, you got to think about it, right? It's mental, so you got to get your mind right before you can get your body right, relationships right, your health right, whatever. You got to get your mind right first. So, um, yeah, it's just an amazing thing for me to be able to work out from home. So, both both Fit is that platform, uh, my new business venture to where I'm going to continue showing women and men, uh, particularly over the age of forty and fifty and up and sixty how to stay fit, fine, and fabulous from home. And I'm not saying be my size, but still be a healthier you uh, all from the comfort of your own home. Because there's so many things you can use at home that's equivalent to the stuff in the gym. You understand? <laughs> and so, and your own body weight. And so um, it's that's, that's something that I'm really excited about to see um, how that's going to pan out. And then I'm, I have a lot of endorsements and uh, stuff with people and collaborations. Uh, with people that I'm excited about. One, I can't wait to share. I'm sh- it'll I'll be sharing it probably next week. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> it's pretty it's funny. It's funny, but it's cool as heck. And I hope that through this that my face could eventually be on this. <laughs> so oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited about the collab because I want to take it to a whole nother level, you know? <laughs> oh, we'll keep our eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's a lot going on with us, and uh, we're excited. And, you know, when it's time to say some of the other things, I for sure I will. But, you know, they give you them NDAs, girl. You can't talk know, about certain okay. things. But, yeah, exactly. you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: Well, to conclude today's episode, if there's just one thing that you could share with our audience, what would that be?
1: Girl, that's so easy. Mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> No, real talk. Let me let me explain what I said, I mean, when I say that. A lot of people think I'm saying, "Oh, don't care for people, don't look out for people." No, that is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is this, ladies, Amen. Say you and your girlfriend know your gr- say you know your girlfriend got some enemies. You out with the girlfriend, you ain't got no issues. And yes, I said you ain't got. You have no issues with the person your friend have the issue with. Y'all out, y'all meeting these people, y'all run across them. And then somebody want to get froggy and jump. But your girlfriend ain't even doing anything about it. But you jump in and you all up in somebody's face. You have no problems with your girlfriend standing there watching. Yet you and this person are now fighting. You got all the bumps and the lumps on your head and your girlfriend don't have a single one. You hear what I'm saying? Mind your business to the point where you're not looking like her issues. And I say this, when you consume other people's issues, you look like their issues. So here you are looking like her problems and she's fine. But you got the lumps and the bumps all over your head because you are trying to fight her battles and she ain't even worried about it. No, mind your business when it comes to things like that in life. Let people sometimes deal with their own situations, it's okay to be there and listen and support. But who says, sometimes you got to jump in and get the bruise. I've learned that even in my children's lives, like I'm mom and I'm going to be mom to the day I die. And I love them more than life itself. But even with them, I have to learn to let them fall and try to figure out how to get back up and learn from their mistakes. I can't be running up into it, trying to fix it, because if I do, they'll never learn what they did wrong. And so when I say, mind your business, mind your business, mind your business when it comes to certain things. I promise to God, you'll look younger, you'll feel better, you'll live a longer life.
0: And that's Bo Williams. Follow her online at I am Miss Bo at Bo underscore fit with two T's and at Balling for Lupus Loves Foundation. You can also check out her website, botalley.com. And to donate to her nonprofit, head on over to ballingforlupusloves.com. Just one more thing before you take off. Do you want to get a short email from Pretty Girl Sweat every Monday and Friday that serves as a daily dose of all things inspiring and allows you priority access to our upcoming events? Just go to prettygirlsweat.com. That's Girls prettygirls, with an S, sweat.com. Drop in your email and you'll get the very next one. And if you sign up, you'll soon discover that there's no hood like sisterhood. Until next time. Always remember that good things come to those who sweat.